Noah and Anita are missing their dicks, so they come hat in hand for help from the hicks. This leads to a crescendo of penis innuendo. It's enough to make even Glenn sick. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one will not resort to a cheap dick pun to get a laugh. No, sir. We've got a bunch of them, actually. You might say we've got a flutter of dicks coming at you. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt, the veiny Victor. And joining us this week, making his second appearance at the produce stand, he's a ham and radio and radio uh, mod. Sorry, he's a ham radio and model train enthusiast. He's the proud father of triplet girls, which explains his extra hobbies. And he lives just minutes away from Letterkenny Township in Pennsylvania. Please join me in making some noise for Joshua. Wondrous. Oh my god. I regret nothing. Welcome back to the Protestant, hey. Joshua. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Uh, uh, we were having a little fun in the pre-show here, and, and I made the comment that today, tonight's either going to be one of the best episodes we, we record or the biggest train wreck because uh, everyone seems a little punchy tonight. And uh, looking forward to what might come out of, come out of tonight. <laughs> uh, Joshua, you're joining us tonight because you are a patron, and we appreciate your your. <laughs> you're already you're already shaking your head. We appreciate your. <laughs> I don't your, know if you realize what you just said. <laughs> what's that? We don't know what's going to come out tonight. Oh yeah. Well, there's going to be <laughs> going to be lots of the. When I was writing the script for this, I I, uh, uh, I was having I was just oh. laughing at myself. So we'll see if how how it turns out. Um, be one of those nights. You are one of our patrons, and we appreciate that about you. Uh, and this is your second appearance here. Why don't you just remind everybody where you're you're speaking to us from? I'm from here in Chippensburg, Pennsylvania, just a couple miles from uh, Letterkenny Army Depot mm-hmm. and Letterkenny Township. That's right. That's amazing. Yeah. And do, do you see a lot of skids or or, uh, or hicks around uh, your area there? Uh, we have our share. It's or a college how- town, so there's a little bit of everything. Yeah. How about Mennonites? Fucking they run. Oh, hell, they're all over the place. <laughs> the Army, too. In Pennsylvania, yeah, they're everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, they passed our house about every every few minutes. There's a buggy going by. Really? Oh, yeah. Pennsylvania yeah. No Dutch. joke? Yeah. Like, serious? Oh, no joke. Yeah, lots of, yeah. Lots of yeah, a lot of dicks down there. A lot, a oh, lot my of dicks. God, I got to go. <laughs> oh, okay. So, tonight's lineup is going to be Tanya, Al, Victor, Matt, and Joshua. So... How are you now? Tanya, how was your week? Okay, I seriously need to know uh, your opening there. Mm-hmm. Is a group of dicks called a what? A flutter. A flutter. A gaggle. A flutter. I would think it's a gaggle. I actually looked like this up. Like a gaggle of geese? The internet's told me it was a flutter. <laughs> Sounds more erotic. A flutter <laughs> <laughs> of dicks. I risked my career doing a search with my work laptop Ooh. for what a group of dicks is called. <laughs> <laughs> that is a risky move. <laughs> make people wonder about your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you calling them that? <laughs> so hey, flutter. Uh, uh, I, I hey, learned a word you, of the day. Yeah, there you go, Victor. Uh, yeah, uh, what do you call a Mennonite with his uh, hand up, a horse's butt? Oh boy, I don't know what. A mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Oh dear. Okay, let's. That's oh, good. Let's, oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, um, are we gonna get canceled for that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. But is 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 an elbow considered a knuckle? Because that would be the fifth knuckle, no? Or maybe the sixth, <laughs> if if you include the wrist. Oh, and we're only at the intro. Yeah, we're, <laughs> it's gonna we be a long day. We haven't even talked about our weeks. How was your week, Tanya? Oh, there we go. Um, so my week was busy. Uh, we had a lot of car, uh, Oh my God. So I was all happy that we got, uh, we're going to get this nice income tax return. Uh, and, uh, I'm like, Oh, what are we going to buy with it? Uh, Nothing. We're, we're buying nothing with it. Cause I just spent fucking almost $2,000 on both our vehicles. (laughs) Cause they've sat in a driveway for the last year and there's been rust buildup on the brakes. And so now the brakes need to get done. Even though they don't go anywhere. I'm dealing with the same problem. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get my rotors and shit all done. I think they've all seized up and, and warped. Well, yeah, my, what pisses me off, my my other my my car, my commuter car, I did the brakes like a year ago, and uh, I, I took them to rotate my tires, and they came back saying, "Yeah, your brakes need to be done." I was like, "My what now?" Like, <laughs> I haven't even driven the car this year. It's been sitting yeah. in my drive. It's like, yeah, that's your problem. You need to drive it or else the, the brakes will rust and seize. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Ours so are that, assholes, man. Yeah. That happened. So. Yeah. Well, we, we, we've got two and we basically said, let's say, let's just drive one. And we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we just know that when it's, when the world opens up again, we'll need to put a whole bunch of money into the other one. We'll just need to get a tow truck, wheel it to the Canadian tire. And <laughs> oh have it all I suggested that. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Let's just go down to one like where are we going really mm. but it's like that 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 hope that you know well just maybe we might need both nah. at the same time and let's just get it done. yeah so we have that problem we we've but with my wife teaching and me working in it we've still had to go in so ours have been driven yeah yeah so lucky you, I guess. I don't well, know. Well, I guess the money <laughs> that we saved on gas because exactly. like gas prices are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess I guess there's the the offset right there is that well we haven't we haven't needed to fill up our tank more than I don't know what four times in the year. So. I, I, I'm gonna, I can count on my two hands how many times we've had to put gas in both our vehicles in the last year and a half. So I guess there's that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Victor, how was your week? Uh, it's uh, pretty good. Uh, you know, I <clears throat> still just settling into my new role, which is uh, just uh, just crazy, crazy new responsibilities and stuff like that but uh yeah so just uh leisure activities watching some shows uh mayor of east town yeah it's, it's an hbo max show hearing it's, lots uh, of good things about that one it's unbelievable it's not like it's not one of those you know put up your feet and you know uh, uh it's it's not an easy show to watch but it's really 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 good mm-hmm. so i really recommend that um Saw Army of the Dead on Netflix, the Zack Snyder movie. Um, what do you think? It's it's a fun movie to watch. Would have yeah. been more fun to see on a big screen. Hmm. But it's got this one major plot. the The main plot has this deep, 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 deep hole in it, and it's just you know. What, so, does it have yeah. skids or something? Is that your? No, your... no. It's a very. No. I watched it too. It's a very different take on a zombie it's, genre. Oh. it's fun. It's I agree. It's fun. Yeah, it was, it's. It, 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 the, the whole twist in the end, the problem yeah. with the movies, the whole twist that happens in the end yeah. is that they could have just done that without yeah. having to do the whole heist thing in the first yeah. place. 
They could have just done that they, yeah. without having to do anything. I know. I know. I'm, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's so now you, you can make the same argument about Indiana Jones. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if the Nazis would have just, they didn't, if she didn't even show up, the Nazis would have just killed themselves. Uh, but, but, you know, so sometimes you just need to kind of go along with it to enjoy yeah. the movie. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's a fun movie to watch, but it's got these, this major, major, plot issue um and then and then yeah I and mean, my wife and i are just continuing to watch mozart in the jungle which is the amazon show and it's really really good like it hasn't mm-hmm. died down it's only gotten better with each season uh, i think there's the four seasons. yeah there's four seasons i hope there's gonna be a fifth we're on our fourth season right now so it's really good mm, so very just, good uh fetching out on tv nice <laughs> oh, and, and i'm continuing to run so i'm happy yeah, with and, it and the leafs lost tonight and the leafs lost but whatever i don't care so is that, that series is that three two now uh, it is now three to two. Yeah. Three so two. they still have to lose two more games to, 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 to be, uh, to be the Leafs to, to fulfill to like glass half yeah. empty yeah. response right there. <laughs> Matt, yeah. how's, how's yeah. your week, Matt? <laughs> is it my turn already? Yes, it is. <laughs> my week was balanced. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that that's interesting. That's yeah, it is. So, I mean, there's, is, is that, does that mean you've been eating a lot of Metamucil? No, no, that's fair. That's a good response. No, it, 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 so I say balance because it, it was. <laughs> oh, well, well played. Well played. It's, it's, it's been balanced because there was definitely some highs and some lows. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say I'll start, I'll do, I'll do the whole Toastmasters thing. Well, I'll, I'll sandwich the negative in between a couple highs. So, um, on one high rocking it at work, um, starting to get some, some real, some real praise and recognition of some of the stuff I've been doing that I've been very proud of as well. So that's feeling really good and, Mm -hmm. uh, making my mark and it's been kind of a cool time. So like, this is a good year for me at work and I'm excited to see what comes for that. So that's great. Uh, the low, um, our pooch moose, um, six months. So yeah, don't, don't, go crazy yet so you know for those who are catching up i have a six month old cane corso named moose we love him to death um he's been limping a little bit for the last little while so we took him in for x-rays last week and he's been diagnosed with uh, hip dysplasia so uh which for those who don't know essentially means one of the sockets of his hips basically is informed um, um, and it can slip out of its socket quite easily. So really what that means for us is we're, we're still learning what degree of it uh, that we have to deal with. But in a nutshell, for the time being, we've essentially had to take a puppy and tell it to stop moving <laughs> and stop running. And that's really stressful and really challenging because it's a fucking puppy mm-hmm. and he, all he wants to do is play. So it's hard because you have this dog, it's just full of life and energy and you have to try to keep him contained as best you can. Even the doctor's like, you know, five minute walks, nothing big until you get a better understanding, but we've changed his diet to raw. Now uh, we've been adding some supplements and uh, we're looking at other options. The worst case scenario is we, he may have to go in for surgery. Mm. Um, we're hoping it doesn't come to that, but We'll see in the coming weeks what we what we learn about, um, but so that sucks. Um, but we're we're working through that because it's is our pop right. Yeah. Uh, Try a puppy playpen. Why? To if, keep him from running to too him, much. To keep him still. Oh yeah, I mean we've got a, we've got our his cage or his home in, in our oh, living room. Okay. 
Um, he just goes in there and it's fine. But yeah, he's a puppet. You, you, sometimes we just let him go anyways. We're like, we don't want to contain him. It's, mm-hmm. it's the only thing I mean, won't he learn himself? Like he'll feel pain if, if he does too much, you, no? Or? You would think yeah. so, but he's a puppy. You'd think so, but he's an idiot and he's hilarious. But anyway, so we're doing with that. And then I say the other high is, yeah, I mean, like Victor said, I found running again. So mm-hmm. I haven't run in a while, hadn't run for a long time, and I'm crushing it right now. I ran 9K this morning. Wow, already. Holy yeah. Yeah. I've, I've built up my endurance pretty quick. I'm just, and it's something I've always, I mean, I think I told you, even you, Al specific, you and I mm-hmm. spoke about this past where I found running years ago through a really hard time. Not that it's a really hard time necessarily what it is, but not the same degree, mm-hmm. but it's a great place to let everything go and get out there and, and deal with your shits where I work shit out. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm loving that I'm doing it. Again. So I'm sleeping better again. I'm uh, doing, so I'm really happy about that. And I'm making some good, some good distance in the process and we'll keep pushing through and uh, yeah, I'm hoping to get up some, some big distances in the coming months as well. So you're the ringer for your team, uh, for your fitness challenge team there, are you? Surprisingly? No, really? I'd say my boss, my boss would be the ringer. That guy's an animal. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be dragging my team down cause <laughs> I ain't running. I was going to ask if you're part of the challenge. I'm, yeah, I, I'm so. part of the challenge and I'm doing my bit. I'm doing my, you know, 7,000 steps. And, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go up to 15, to 20,000 on the weekend maybe but uh, right now I said about going for a hike this weekend he's like no. I'm not a person <laughs> that hikes no thanks I mean not to make you feel bad I've, I, the last two days I've done over 20,000 each day yeah you suck alright uh, <laughs> Joshua how's your week uh, started out not so great um, had a call at work on Monday had to go pick our girls up from school oh, no. uh, they'd been exposed to someone with COVID. So I had to bring them home and take them to get tested on Tuesday and their test came back negative. So they can go back to school tomorrow. One test you want to fail. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. Um, So they go back to school tomorrow. Thank God. Um, Can't handle any more days at home with them. I don't think I don't know how my (laughs) wife does it all summer long. Um, But uh, that was the start of the week. Now it wasn't so bad. Uh, My wife and I were out the garden here tonight picking strawberries. Mm. Um, So we got our first strawberries of the season. Um, We got just one or two, um, probably uh, one or two five gallon buckets, I think. But uh, uh, we got at least about a five gallon bucket of strawberries out of the garden tonight. Um, we got rhubarb ready to pick. We got some lettuce that's about ready. We got two uh, hot peppers that are ready to pick already. So starting to get some of the stuff out of our garden. Um, so that's always fun. And getting ready to start our camping season, which is always interesting when you're trying to take care of the garden as well. So, yeah, lots of fun stuff. Yeah, sounds. I mean, you, yeah, you guys were talking about the strawberries before, making me hungry. And and I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of rhubarb, but uh, I know Matt Matt said he was. Uh, well, I think we're gonna get jam sponsor for season seven. <laughs> jam sponsor, oh Joshua Jams. There you go. What I mean that, that I it, the label writes itself. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the way our girls eat this when, when we make the jam, we'll go through about a jar a week hmm. uh, with these with our girls. They just they love it wow. so. You know, the fact that we can get, you know, a hundred some jars out of the garden every year helps. Well, you know what uh, jam goes, goes good on is toast. You know what toast goes good with is coffee. Uh, Tanya, do you like coffee? Yes. Victor, would you like a coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Matt, would you like a coffee? I don't know why we're not having coffee right now. (laughs) Great. Because as you know, diabolical coffee is not being served at the produce stand. It is devilishly good coffee and diabolically... (laughs) 
Awesome swag. Come on. That was a perfect segue. That Shut was, up. No, no, I, I'm applauding you. That was so well done. And and yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you finish your bit because that was oh, really there is a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. Some that go, go good, re- really good with strawberry jam. Uh, you can order whole bean, coarse, and standard grind and espresso. Or if you're like Tanya and me, there's a K-cup option for single cup brewers. I'm actually waiting for ours. We've ordered ours already and waiting to get ours in the mail. <clears throat> And for the duration of season six of our podcast, you can use the promo code produce stand for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off any coffee or merchandise. And thank you to Diabolical Coffee for your support this season. And speaking of support, we have 17 new Twitter followers. So buckle in. Uh, Welcome to Lazarus, uh, Uncle Jason from Cape Netic, Maine, Brian Daly, Duck Nelson, Adam Gordon, uh, Rachel Rodriguez from New Jersey, Damien Damien Camilla, uh, Lord Gregatron from the Queen City, Amber from Carmel, Indiana, uh, Patrice Mignol, um, Sean, Shane Kerr, Slam from uh, Tampa, Florida, Scrum Maddie from Santa Cruz, Dennis Anderson from Crystal Lake, Illinois, Callan from Connecticut, and Fernando Garcia. Thank you all for following and for hopefully listening. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we recap and reviewed episode three of season six, The City. That episode received a fresh rating from Matt, Tanya, Adrian, and myself, and a clearance from Victor. Uh, And you know what? I didn't get our scientific Twitter poll numbers. All I know is that uh, uh, they all agreed with us and and not with Victor. Um, So (laughs) you'll have to take my word for it. Victor's used to that. Don't worry. No compost (laughs) forgiven. This week, we recap and review the fourth episode of season six, Dick's Slip Out. Um, Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? I have. Matt, have you done your homework? (laughs) Absolutely. And Joshua, have you done your homework? Well, yeah. (laughs) One job. I did it with a stick of gum. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So, hopefully... Uh, it's it's worth worthy to note uh, uh it's no uh, noteworthy that uh, victor's background today is a unicorn so we'll see and adrian on on the twitter dm group has also called a unicorn for today uh, i hate it when when uh, these things are called a little early so we'll see what happens here we start with a cold open wayne is at the produce stand alone Derry walks up and asks him for a stick of gum. Actually, two sticks of gum. He's been drinking from the hose, and it's a wee bit rusty down the line. Uh, Wayne gives him two sticks and then asks Derry to say the word about, which he does. <clears throat> Squirrely Dan walks up for two sticks of gum, and he drank because he drank some OJ's uh, after brushing his teeth, and he's br- breathing fires. Uh, Wayne gives him the gum and asks Squirrely Dan to say the word about, so which he does. He responds abouts. Uh, then last up is Katie, who asks for a stick of gum and and another for later. Uh, she just had some Gus and Brew in her coffee. Uh, speaking of coffee, Tanya, do you want cotton? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Wayne <clears throat> gives her <laughs> the gum and again asks her to say the word about, which she does. Uh, Derry finally asks Wayne why he keeps on asking them to say about uh, Wayne goes on to tell the story of a GI Jehovah who paid him a visit and he pronounced it about a boat. Uh, Derry says to be fair, uh, Yanks to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> Yanks think Canadians have a weird way of saying about uh, instead of about uh, Joshua say about about. <laughs> Wayne is pretty sure Yanks thinks Canadians uh, pronounce it a boot. Katie wonders who says a boot, to which Wayne responds, ask a fucking Yank. Uh, Wayne then returns to a story about the G.I. Jehovah. Well, it's about heart. It's 
about passion. It's about discipline. It's about not having Christmas, isn't it? It's about so much more, and I think it's about. So what'd you do? Wastes time a wee bit, as you do. Well, why don't you tell me what it's about? It's about Jesus being God's only direct creation. It's about not drinking, isn't it? Boat not watching R-rated movies as well. Oh, it's for sure about not dancing. Pretty sure someone told me one time that it's what it's about. For sure. It's about not listening to music containing immoral lyrics. What's your fucking name? Bob. Bob, tell me. What's good about it? Derry's interested. Derry's uh, interest is now peaked. He wants to know what the GI uh, Jehovah had to say, but Wayne said his phone rang, so he went inside to get it and kind of forgot he was out there. Uh, so he must have skedaddled, <laughs> but he hadn't. Uh, turns out he was there the whole time. Nope. I'd be more than happy to continue telling you what being a Jehovah's Witness is all about. I'll bore to leave you behind some literature. What's your fucking name again? Bob. The fuck out of here, Bob. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cut to Wayne holding one of his dogs like a baby. The dog licks his face and Wayne says he could use a stick of gum and cut to the theme. All right. There's your cold open. Uh, Tanya, what do you think? I think I have a bone to pick with each and every one of you. Okay. Yes. You're not a Jehovah's, are you? That's right. Okay. So listen, y'all. So. (laughs) Yeah. Victor had a sausage waving around last night, <laughs> last last week. Oh, okay. And unicorns have been flying. The talk about unicorns have been flying all over the place. So I had my dick radar on like full blast. I was looking super hard for some D's. <laughs> yes, you were. I was looking super hard for some D's. And I'm like, there's going to be D's in this. And I can't miss it because you guys are going to make fun of me. So I was staring, like watching very intensely. And like Squirrely Dan came over to Wayne and all you see is the back of him. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going commando underneath those overalls. We're going to see some squirrely dick is out. Some squirrely dick. And his dick is out. (laughs) And I'm like, and then we're talking about some sticks of gum. And I'm like, okay, stick reference. Maybe, you know, that's going to tie into the dick somehow. And then he sits down and then everybody then and then uh, Derry comes along and I'm like, okay. It's it's Derry's dick, and then and then Kate came, and then I'm like, okay, so Kate's gonna Katie's gonna call out the dicks, and I'm like, where the fuck are the dicks? Like there are still no dicks in this cold open, and the dicks are out. So where the hell are the dicks? And and so they haven't slipped out yet. They haven't. They hadn't slipped out yet. So I was very, very intensely watching for dicks. I hope there's at least five five dicks in this episode. (laughs) I hope this doesn't affect the uh, the rating at the end. I was looking very hard for some dicks. Anyways, that being said, I do love that the Jehovah Witness was still around. (laughs) That cracked me up because it's so true, man. They work real hard in order to get you to to be interested in what they have to say. And I've been caught before. I simply going over to the pizza pizza, our, our local pizza pizza. And, um, um, the, the guy was like, Oh, have you seen this before? And he gave me a tablet. Never happened before to me. It was like, uh, three years ago. <laughs> it was a dick he, pic. 
he gives me a tablet and he's like, have you seen this before? And he starts playing the video and I'm like watching this video, not understanding what's happening. And then all of a sudden this like words start coming up on the page on, on uh, have you found Jesus? And Oh wow. And you were Jesus rolled. I was Jesus oh, no. rolled. And they have like a tablet, <laughs> like a, a full out video montage of oh, like man. trying to, I've never seen it before. And I'm like, Whoa, I, I, I just got scammed into watching this for five minutes. So anyways, um, I love that the Jehovah Witness was still there, and uh, that's what I have to say about the cold open. <laughs> it was it was a fun it was a fun cold open. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was like there was it was it was just fun. The Jehovah stuff was was hilarious. Uh, Who says about 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 about? I don't know. Say it again, Joshua. <laughs> about. Yeah. So you're, you're going to be the Yank representative on the panel here because we all think we say it right, but uh, apparently we don't. I just don't think that we say it the way that we... We don't say a boot. That that, that South Park thing is, is ridiculous, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that one. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say about it, except that it was it was, it was just, just a, a fun, maybe the second best cold open of this season. Uh, you know, last last week's was, was much better. Uh, what did you, what do you say, Victor? Yeah, uh, uh, same. I, I enjoyed it. I, it had kind of that similar thing where it almost stopped feeling like, like a cold open mm-hmm. after a while. It felt like the first um, uh, scene of the of the actual episode once they got into the whole uh, Jehovah Witness thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, yeah, it was good. I have nothing bad to say about it. Mm-hmm. Matt? I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought they threw a lot in at us all at once, but it was really smart how they... You know, even the, the gum thing at the beginning, like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> the about thing. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, most Canadians I know are fully embracing stereotypes and we usually <laughs> can laugh at ourselves. The about thing, I don't understand. I've never understood that one. I've never known a single soul to say about other than on TV making mm-hmm. fun of us. Most of the time, if you're going to make fun of us, we'll embrace it. We'll laugh mm-hmm. along with you going, yeah, you're fucking right. Like that's exactly what we do. But this one I didn't get, but again, I like the whole, yeah. the whole banter. And then the Jehovah saying, I'm with Tanya. I thought the way they did that was great. I thought <laughs> he's still there. I thought Wayne shine mm-hmm. in his whole, how he handled that entire situation to the, Oh, I fucking forgot he was out there to then he comes back and they get the fuck out of here, Bob mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like it was just so well done. And, and it's, I mean, I feel like we've all been there. And like Tanya, I'm with you oh, as well. Man. I've been in some awkward situations. I had a guy approach me in the bathroom one time Whoa. while I was at, I swear to God, I was at the urinal taking a piss. You're and this rocking dude a tried, piss. Rocking a piss. And this yeah, dude yeah. tried to start pitching to me. And I'm like, are you talking to me? He's like, yeah. He starts saying, Jesus. I'm like, seriously, dude. Like, oh, fuck off. I relish those situations so but, much. I, I By the time I'm done with them, they're begging to leave. Oh, but I, I, know what, I was I, so... <laughs> I start I start going on all about quantum physics and 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 and, and, and particle physics and matter and and, yeah. and the periodic table. Like I go I go all in. I I I'm I go in like oh, elbow, I'm I'm elbowing into them. You oh, and, I love uh, you fight Jesus with science, do you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've started quoting Nostradamus to them at the door before just to, just to the predictions and this and that. But but this one this guy yeah, he 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 tried to talk me up i'm like fuck off i'm pissing and he's like okay i'll just leave this here and he put a piece of literature on the counter in the bathroom mm-hmm. and walked out i'm like are you kidding me man 
So anyways, all overall, I, I really liked it. It wasn't mm-hmm. definitely a top, but it, I, I laughed. I enjoyed it. And it was a good starter for the show. I like Bob. I wouldn't mind seeing him in, come back, you know, for, for other scenes in other episodes. Cause I thought he was kind of fun and, and yeah, yeah he was well played. <laughs> yeah. Joshua, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with Victor. It, it did quit feeling like a cold open and felt more like it was part of the actual episode. Um, and, and again, the whole Aboot thing, the only place I've ever seen that is in South Park. And I don't understand that either. And and I get, even here in, in the States, mm-hmm. you know, you go to different regions, mm-hmm. everybody's different. Yeah. You know? And um, maybe it's said that way somewhere. I don't know. I've never heard it. Um, <clears throat> people tell me I talk funny. So, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, all in all, though, I think it was a good good cold open um took me a little bit at first i'm like what is going on with these sticks of gum how how big is that and it, it <laughs> looks know. like one of the all packs but yeah they only have like five sticks in them so he gave out six sticks of gum how oh the gosh, hell you counted <laughs> well yeah they each well, got well, two three, so there's oh, six right. well, they each got two three times two simple math huh, simple <laughs> math. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a double barrel yeah. <laughs> uh, i was just concentrating on the dicks uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and um so, but yeah, and I, I do like Bob. I thought he was pretty good in there too. Um, uh, I actually had to deal with something similar to that tonight while we were out, we're out back in the grocery mountain. The guy that stopped at the house today, he's back out front, um, stopped during the day today while they were here and they didn't answer the door, which was good. We told him not to, if anybody stopped, but he was trying to sell stuff and wouldn't take no for an answer until I finally just said no and started walking away and he proceeded to follow me. Oh my gosh. Um, so, yeah, people are like, ruthless. Yeah, and I'm like, no means no. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I've always been taught that no means no. So when I tell you no, the answer is no. Yeah, which which part of that don't you understand? The N or the O? Now get the hell off my laneway. Yeah, up the laneway. <laughs> um, so I know South Park gets gets uh, blamed a lot for the the aboots, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Canadian bacon precedes that because I think yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Stephen one. Wright says, "I don't, I don't know what you think. What you're talking about when uh, when they storm the the Mountie headquarters? <laughs> Such a fantastic movie. I know. I just I watched it recently. I, I know. It. I know you did. You're 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 <laughs> tweeting about it and yeah. stuff. <laughs> All right, here we go. Scene one <laughs> at the farm. A horse drawn carriage pulls up to the laneway. It's a Mennonite couple named Noah Dick." played by uh, Jonathan Torrance and Anita Dick played by Sarah Wayne Callies. Uh, well, we all know Jonathan Torrance. She she's known, she's been in shows like prison break, the walking dead among, among other shows. Um, it's worth noting Love her. Yeah. She, she's, she's great in this. Uh, it's worth noting that Noah is always quick with the correction that their name is spelled D Y C K, uh, not D I C K. Therefore invalidating any further use in any inappropriate way as childish or, or immature. And well, who are we kidding? This is letter Kenny. So buckle up Noah and Anita Dick expose their point for the visit. Uh, Noah, Goes on to speak glowingly of the history between Wayne's family and the Mennonite community. They've always been good and helpful with each other, uh, which is why they know they can count on Wayne's discretion to help with a sensitive matter. Uh, they're looking for their daughters. Our daughter, Charity. Charity Dick. And her sister, Chastity. Chastity Dick. Are on their gap year once. Isn't that called Rumspringa? Men are talking, Daryl. Anita Dick and I are concerned that our little dicks have been bitten by the good time bug. 
And while dicks have been known to slip out on occasion, our fear is that our dicks have been out longer than we're comfortable with once. Have you seen our dicks? <laughs> Wayne admits to seeing their dicks hanging out at the Bush party, uh, but uh, he hasn't seen them since. Katie approaches and Wayne asks her if uh, she's seen a dick or two. She responds by saying, that's a loaded question, big brother. An uncomfortable <laughs> Noah greets Katie. He's unsure of where to look at where he can look at her. Anita Dick greets Katie coldly, calling her Catherine. Anita says they want their daughter's home before they get swayed into a life of bad decisions once. They are free to decide whether the English world is for them. That is their right. But our dicks belong in the hands of the Mennonite community. And we would like to gently suggest to them that they return home with us before they've been too exposed. Katie admits that the last time she saw them, they were the hockey players. This news doesn't go over well with the dicks. Uh, Katie says she offered to give them a ride, but they said they wanted to walk. No, no admits that the dicks can be hard headed uh wayne interjects the good news is there are only a couple of places hockey players like to hang out uh the gym or the hockey arena uh Derry tells them they should be looking for two puck heads driving a tonka truck named riley and jonesy noah thanks the hicks for their kindness and just then squirrely dan enters stage right from behind the produce stand <laughs> uh, squirrely dan gives the two dicks an uncharacteristically stiff greeting uh noah says hello and then the two dicks mount their horse-drawn carriage and uh, get off to uh, find their young dicks. Uh, as they leave, Squirrely Dan calls them goddamn schmellies under his breath and storms off. Scene number two. The dicks pull into the hockey arena parking lot. Riley and Jonesy are sitting in their Jeep listening to music. The dicks get into Riley and Jonesy's faces, asking on the whereabouts of their daughters. Uh, Riley and Jonesy have no idea what the dicks are on about. Sorry for the confusion. It's just that Wayne seemed to think he might have seen our dicks. Oh, those dicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. A charity and um, the other one. Chastity. Yeah, yeah. It's all coming back to me now. We, we, we met them. But we didn't, like, meet them. No, definitely never met them. <laughs> well, have you seen them? Not, like seeing them if that's what you mean we're definitely not seeing your dicks you know what I mean you know what I mean no but I do know this if I find out you're lying to me the wrath of an angry dick will leave a lasting mark once Riley suggests they check the dollar store maybe the dicks are dancing with the skids no one and Nina thank Riley and Jonesy the two dicks get off on their way to the dollar store once the dicks pull out the two young dicks pop up from Rylan Jonesy's back seat. It's charity and chastity. Rylan Jonesy almost blew the dicks cover. Riley and Jonesy comment on how the dicks uh, have been around, like a lot. The dicks love the English world. Yeah, but I mean, the English world has its perks too, I'm sure. Just put a little English on a dick. And we'll put a little Mennonite on a penis. <laughs> Scene three, back at the produce stand, Katie asks Squirrely Dan why he hates Mennonites so much. They're nice people, good workers. Great workers, echoes Derry. Fucking they run, adds Wayne. Uh, Katie continues, they drive a hard bargain on the business side. They can be a, witch, a, a wee bit shysty, adds Derry. They run like the wind. Every one of them can run, says Wayne. And Katie continues, they're they're tight with money and great workers. They'll show you a thing or two about good work, says Derry. And Wayne, once again, they'll beat you in a race. Boy, fucking they run. So Squirrely Dan finally speaks up. Just because I respect them doesn't mean I... Can't hates them. Katie has a hard time wrapping her head around what Squirrel Dan just said. Well, how can you hate them? They're harmless. 
That's what they want you to think. But deep down there, Judge here and Judge Reinhold and Judge Judy watching Judge Dreads. Hell's that what they are? <laughs> Squirrely Dan goes on to tell his story about when he was a 15 year old, 15 years old at the Letterkenny Days picnic, the hottest day in July. Wayne, Derry, and Katie weren't there. They were uh, at the uh, Jeff Davies Ball Tournament. Squirrely Dan was competing in the tater sack race. First prize was an ice cold glass of lemonade served by a little Schmelly, who Squirrely Dan thought was cute as a bug. Uh, cute as a bug's horn despite her broad shoulders squirrely dan was in first place coming down to the finish line he had the race in the bag i did when out of nowhere this smelly in a sack no i told you they were fast i know one has been saying this entire time how fast they are fucking they run he comes tearing up from behind me knocks me over ass over tea kettles wasn't he disqualified <laughs> no well smellies are shasty yeah he should have been dq'd like a chocolate dip cone so who was he Who's to say? It all happened so fast. I've never seen that Schmelly before or since. All I know is I watched him hop across the finish line upside down and claim my prize. Why is he upside down? He wasn't. I was. I ate it. Never got to the lemonade. Never got to chats with her. I never even seen her again. But I'll never forget her. And guess who she was? Who? Lavina Dick. Lavina Dick? That's right. Lavina Dick. Younger sister of one... Noah, Dick. Yeah, I know who that is. Fuck, she can run, boy. So you had a crush on a schmelly. <laughs> I did. I had my heart broken that day. Katie responds, so Lavina Dick was the one that got away from Squirrely Dan. Derry started to giggle at the fact that Squirrely Dan almost ended up with a schmelly dick. Uh, <laughs> Katie's bothered by that turn of phrase. Squirrely Dan admits he often wonders what happened to Lavina Dick. Uh, Wayne, Wayne responds with one last fuck and they run. Uh, scene four, the dicks swing by the dollar store parking lot where the skids are doing their thing. After the usual dick greeting and the skids snickering, Noah gets to the business at hand. We are hoping you can help us find our daughters. How many do you have? Two. Oh, a pair of dicks. (laughs) Your dicks are not our responsibility. (laughs) Maybe we have done awful things to them and they're sleeping it off in our tenement right now, but they'll dance again. Dance is a vertical expression of a horizontal intention. And I will urge you to never let your intentions be known in the presence of mine wife ever again once. But why? I bet she's mental tight. Care to explore each other while the Mennonite is still young? I need a dick. Watch what you say, please, with your pink mouth once. Anita Dick threatens the skids with some Judgment Day scripture quotes. Uh, Stuart loses his bravado and admits to not knowing about the Dick girls. He suggests they ask Glenn. He knows everything that goes on in Letterkenny. Anita Dick scares the skids off, making loud, possessed goat noises. Next scene, scene five, back, back, <laughs> at, right, the, the goat. <laughs> back at the farm. Rallying. <laughs> <laughs> Gather yourself there, Matt. Back at the Why farm. Why did you not have that as a soundbite? That was the best fucking part. <laughs> you want to re- recreate it? Go ahead. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, scene five. Back at the farm. Riley and Jonesy drive up to the produce stand. They need a favor from the Hicks. What's the matter? Are your Robert Munch book reports overdue? Thomas' snowsuit or Moira's birthday? Angela's airplanes or Stephanie's ponytails? Paperback Princess was the best. Well, I like 50 below zero. What? Pigs was the best. Oh, no, David's father. We don't have Robert Munch book reports overdue, but if I had to pick my favorite, it'd, it'd be Mortimer. <laughs> I'd pick The Boy in the Drawer, but only because somebody probably already picked Love You Forever. For my personal favorite, <laughs> I have to go. 
Oh, man. Uh, I would have picked Love You Forever. Uh, Wayne walks off, but Riley and Jonesy have a serious problem. They had to call off their takedown tournament with uh, Ronzi and Daxi because they've got dicks all over them. They ask if they can hide out in the farm for a while, uh, but they get no sympathy from the Hicks. Katie, I'll put this gently. All they want to do is bang. They're Bangalina Jolie. I feel like characters in a Bang Lee movie. They need banger management. And now you want to hit the menopause button? They need more junk than a heroin addict. No, all they want to do is make pound cake. We're running out of frosting, boys. What's the matter, boys? Not enough wood to make the furniture? Boys and Mennonite has come to the end of the road. They're Olympic-level pole vaulters, buddy. Ruthless on the uneven bar, bro. They're the renegades of spunk. <laughs> Say jam, sucker. And now you're too tired to go all Mennonite long, Lionel Bitchy? Bonnet blisters on your birds. Tapping out from tapping. It's Bush League. Oh, there's Bush. League? Katie gives in and sends them off to her room. At first, they're grateful, but then in truly Riley and Jonesy fashion, they get a little confused. Wait, you've said that before, and it was to go bang. <laughs> and like we said, we, we definitely have bangovers, but if you go, you want to so like do some, do some sex, sex or <laughs> go. You want to do some sex or? Uh, Riley and Jonesy go off to Katie's room, leaving Squirrely Dan wondering. You guys think that all Mennonites have a hankerance for frequent intimate relations? I'm going to go ahead and give you the answer I can only assume you're hoping for, Dan. Big time. They are good workers. Fast runners, too. Fuck, they run. <laughs> <laughs> Scene six. The dicks enter the church and find Pastor Glenn doing Yo God in his workout short shorts. Glenn is very excited to have uh, visitors. Now, I'm always excited to see a dick, but two dicks at once? My cup runneth over. What do I owe the pleasure of getting double dick? (laughs) (laughs) No, no one tells Glenn that they're looking for their daughters. They're worried that sh- that the <laughs> oh we got the snorting all right. <laughs> did, did you get the dick you were looking for there, Tanya? <laughs> Double dick. <laughs> <laughs> They're worried that the hedonistic lifestyle has captured their imaginations. Preach! I know all about it. You do? Well, of course I do. My parents were both in missionary positions in Africa. So on my gap year, I ran away and joined an all-male period review about dolphin poaching called Master and Bader. Yelp reviews included, it's fantastic, and a performance with porpoise. Honest to pod? <laughs> no. Honest to cod? <laughs> One meanie on Yelp, however, wrote, will this ever dolphinish? But I didn't care because a buddy of mine and I made a blowhole we were both super proud of. Have you seen our dicks or not? I need a dick full stop. I have not. However, here's a thought. Go up to the farm and ask Wayne, because I know if I was a teenage girl and I'm 80% sure that I am not, that's exactly where I would go to get my gap to fail. <laughs> He's 80% sure he isn't a teenage girl. <laughs> But there is a 20% of doubt. (laughs) Scene number seven. (laughs) Back at the farm, the dicks come onto the Hicks property once again. Uh, They see Riley and Jonesy's... See what you did there. They see Riley and Jonesy's Jeep. Here I stand, dickless. Is that the Jeep that belongs to those two sleeveless ne'er-do-wells? Noah, Anita, as you mentioned previously... We've always been honest with each other. 
God rewards honesty, one. That is the way, the truth, and the life. Those two nutsacks are in the house. Wayne. Katie, if anyone in town was missing a kid or a cat, nappers would be the first ones knocking off in hell. It's only right we pay that forward. Do unto others as you would have them do unto. A golden. Wayne's right. Might as well come out, boys. The jig is up. Riley and Jonesy come out of the farmhouse. Anita Dick charges at them, but Noah holds back his dick wife. Uh, Squirrely Dan intervenes. Dicks, please. Now, we've all done things in our younger years that we later regrets. <laughs> that didn't kill us. Perhaps it made us stronger. It was a bad time. Maybe it led to a good story. Sometimes even both. These young fellas was just being young fellas. You can't fault them for that. Just like your young gals was just being young gals. Curious. Experimentals. Super bendy. Gumby bendy. Anita. Tongues are like aces, boys. You've got to know when to hold them. <laughs> My point is, there's also things we regret in life that we didn't do. Anita Dick is losing her patience. This is one time she doesn't need a sermon. Anita Dick, let's listen with our heart on, our sleeve. <laughs> For example, I regrets not telling your sister. She's Lavina Dick. Yes, no, I know. I know who your sister is. And I regrets not telling your sister Lavina's dicks that I was sweet on her all them years ago. I let my foolish pride gets in my way. Uh, Noah had no idea Squirrel Dan felt that way, but it makes sense. His sister is a wonderful woman with a heart as big as her shoulders are broad. But I'm confused once. What does this have to do with our tiny dicks? Well, I'm quite sure that your daughters are going to regret exchanging bodily fluids with these young fellas less than I regrets not letting Lavina's dicks know I was sweets on her. Wonder what Squirrely D, I'm really rooting for you here, but you can go ahead and summit mount what's your point anytime now. <laughs> so you likes to drive a hard bargain. Yeah, nappers are a wee bit chasty. Here's mine. If you let this go, I'll bring your gals to you. I seen them upstown not too long ago. But when's I bring them to you, you've got to bring these to Lavina's dicks so we can have a long overdue conversation. Maybe then all of us can get some closures. Uh, Squirrely Dan shakes Dick's hand and uh, they agreed to the terms. Uh, scene number eight. Uh, Squirrely Dan drives onto the Dick's property with uh, the two Dick daughters beside him and the Hicks riding in the back of his truck. Noah and Anita uh, Dick are uh, waiting for them with their two younger Dick sons. The Dick girls get out of the truck and run to their parents for a Dick filled reunion. Uh, then then you see the younger boys run into the field. Fucking they run. And moments later, Lavina Dick emerges from the bush with a pitcher of lemonade and one glass. Upon seeing her, Squirrely Dan removes his hat, smiles, and we fade to black. <laughs> and that, that's that's the episode. <laughs> so good. <laughs> all right. I uh, just want to remind you all, we are playing the Guest Victors MVP game tonight. Oh, shit. I forgot that. So, this one's a no-brainer tonight. So when... when, uh, <laughs> when um, when it comes time, Victor is going to give his MVP and then we'll all so write down who you think he might pick uh, and then we'll all see who who came close. Uh, Tanya, uh, you know, what did you think of this episode? No ratings. Just what, what did you, what are your initial thoughts? How far do you want me to go? <laughs> okay, you tell me. When I'll bring your time. elbow. Yeah, as deep as deep as you need to go without actually giving us <laughs> a <knuckler>. rating. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's have some conversations, shall we? Oh, boy. Okay. There's a few things that I need to talk about and I almost let it slip. 
uh, earlier today. Out. The use Out. of once. <laughs> yeah. Thank I, you. I have that down too. I don't know. I, have I don't no understand it. Mm-hmm. And it, it was distracting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I need to know what it is. No idea. Uh, anyone? Anyone? Joshua, Fuck. do you understand? Do you know why? No. My my thought on that one was they did it just for something to, to kind of throw you off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Something to laugh at. Yeah. Kind of like Squirrely Dan adding the S's to everything. Why does he do it? We don't yeah. know. Yeah. It was so, it was like a squirrely Dan. No idea. Maybe it's a scripture thing. Like I don't know. Like what kind? You know what? what it was like every, What like, version of the Bible they read from? Maybe it's something that's frequently used. I don't know. I was trying to like pinpoint why it's used and mm-hmm. when it's used. And I'm like, I can't, no. I can't get yeah. There's no just rhyme or reason. Kitchener and, uh, and you know, just uh, hang out with the locals. Yeah. yeah. Find out there. Okay. The <laughs> other thing, smelly. smelly. Is, is that a thing or is that a letter Kenny thing reference to Meta Knights? That's another good question. I'm, I'm assuming this that's, one, oh. This one I actually looked up mm-hmm. because I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. And, it refers to someone who smells. That's another, another, it's like a slang term for someone that smells from what I've been able to find. Right. But it feels like a derogatory term, but they, they seem to use think, it liberally yeah. and, and not, not worry too much about hurting I, Dick's feelings. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I've never call? heard nap either. Mm-hmm. You never heard what? Sir? Na- napper. Cause they also napper. use napper. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't heard that either. Victor. I would imagine they're not using Schmelly in that derogatory way. It might be derogatory, but I don't think it's they're using it in that way. Mm-hmm. It, it well, they never used sort of it around the Mennonites. No, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, they're not the type of people that would call yeah. them Schmelly. But you know yeah. what I mean? It just that's not. It's not a it's, derogatory. It, it doesn't fit the narrative there. Yeah, and I would agree with that. That's mm-hmm. just all I could find when I was looking it up because I was wondering the same thing. I'd never heard that. I never heard Napper, and I thought, is this a Canadian thing? Yeah. So yeah. I was trying to look that up and I'm thinking, okay, I don't, I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah that was my lunch break at work today. I'm looking that up <laughs> on my break. Um, and hoping to God it isn't something that's going to get you flagged at work, right? Oh. Right, right. Well, you're on, you're in IT. You're the one doing the flagging, so it's okay. As long as you weren't looking up smelly dicks. Yeah. I, I didn't do that. No. Uh, but I, but I did look up don't groups, groups of dicks and, and, and. Don't hit image yeah. on those. I, I'm searches. still employed, so we'll see. Um, so I, so hold on really quickly. I, I just Googled. I mean, I don't know if this is legit, but mm-hmm. it says once. And it says, once is probably the most used, most used throw-in word that you'll hear in the Amish and Mennonite speakers. Oh, well, there you go. Definition, soon, in a moment, in the near future, imminently, please. Example sentence, pass me that hammer once so I can drive this nail. Oh, okay. So, apparently, it's a a very common, according to this, gentsofancaster.com. So there you go, Tanya. You can remove that from your cons uh, category. Huh. <laughs> but I, I wondered if it was a Mennonite thing, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, and, I had no context for it. Yeah, yeah some I of the other words are y- yet, yet a while, and all are also other mm-hmm. words that commonly huh. get used. Yeah, and I've honestly, you know, there's an Amish greenhouse, Mennonite greenhouse, whatever, just down the road from me here. We're there a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I interact with the Amish and, and Mennonite communities a lot here. And I have never heard them set through it and just throw that in there once like can, they do here in the show. Can you can you ask them? Yeah. Or, or next time you go in there, say, what's up, my schmellies, and see how they react. I don't know. And, <laughs> and what's up, my schmellies, once. <laughs> once. <laughs> and then run and see if they catch you. 
Oh my god, that's terrible, shameful, shame, shame. Oh, that was good, Al. I, I feel shame. All right, they what else? They don't run here; they ride bikes. Oh, there. Oh, there you I go. I've got bikes. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, um, <laughs> and, but and they I drive hard, hard bargains, so they're probably not your customers. There, that's uh, true. <laughs> I am. I and I'm. I'm. I must say, I am absolutely fascinated by the Mennonite and the Amish, mm-hmm. and and Al can uh, contest that. We went for breakfast and we started a conversation about this and then we ended up um, uh, driving. driving two and a half miles <laughs> or hours, sorry, to uh, to St. Jacob's because she she needed to know more about the Amish and the Mennonites. And I did. I went to a museum <laughs> and I got a brochure and I bought a book and I learned all about the Amish. This is before Internet. Um, anyways, I, I thought... Um, those those two things they kept on throwing me and mm-hmm. was obviously said throughout the entire show. Um, Glenn is back, mm-hmm. awesome, <laughs> loved it. Yo God! But the bicycle shorts are back too. Bicycle shorts, but there was like a little belt thing with but them. Are they really short? <laughs> well, yeah. they're fucking short. <laughs> but I thought he was thrown out of the church, and and I was like, oh, he's back in the church because he was at the dollar That's store right. dancing yeah. with the. So I'm like, okay, is this a before thing or an after thing, and where did this fit in? But anyways. I, I let it go. I love the whole 80% he's sure he's not a teenage girl, just as you said. Uh, the Robert M- Munch references, loved it. And Riley and Jonesy with the bangovers. I love the bangovers. I'm like, never heard of that before. I thought that was a great reference. Um, and I'll leave it at that for now. Great. Um, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a great episode. It's, there's so, I mean, so many jokes, so many innuendos, so many, just everything about it is funny. I, I have to ask Joshua as, as the resident Yank on the panel tonight, do you know who Robert Munch is? And, and you have like youngish daughters. So you, you, they would have been, you know, you would have been reading these books a few years ago to them. Have you ever heard of who Robert Munch is? No, I've never, I've, I've I know I've heard the name before, but. Yeah. I, I, that was one I didn't get to look up today. Yeah, I was I wasn't wow. sure. So he's he's like a famous famous Canadian children's author. I just didn't know how much how much he penetrated the states. Yeah. Well, oh I mean, my god! Um, <laughs> it's to be good. honest, keep going. To be honest, my wife has probably heard of him. She's mm-hmm. I mean, she teaches reading to right. kids. Yeah, um, especially well before she did uh, English as second language. But um, so even teaching kids English. Um, she may have heard of him, but mm-hmm. I'm not big, uh, uh reading. I, I wait for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you a pass. I feel like, I feel like you're an exception. I, he has to be known. Like he, he may very well be. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've lost. Matt. Just so oh, there we go. Oh, am I oh, really? You, you froze you for a second. We hear you now again. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. But I'm just, I mean, I gave you a pass, but I feel like I, if there, if he hasn't penetrated the U.S. to the degree that we know him, I'd be surprised. I mean, it's not like they're just book. They're 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 phenomenal stories that that just they're they're our childhood, and they're just they're, yeah. they're unbelievable. Yeah. So, and, I, and I, I'm, if you were to tell me yeah. about one of the stories, mm-hmm. I may very well know it. Yeah, fifty and below zero. Who wrote it? Dad well, keeps falling asleep on top of the fridge and top of all kinds of places. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mortimer, Mortimer. Yeah. Uh, love you forever. Love you forever is the yeah, one I, that as a parent, you, you yeah. it'll make you cry as you're reading it. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's depressing. I, 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 I can still hear my mother's voice reading it to me when I think of the story, which is fucked up, but yeah. that's what I hear. Yeah. That is the song I sing every single night. Yeah. I love you forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need you for always, as long as you're with me, my, my baby, you'll be. There yeah. you go. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. See, my wife did more of the reading to the girls mm-hmm. than I did. 
it was my job to get them to bed and then she took it from there. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, there you go. I just, I, I appreciated the, uh, uh, the, the contrast of having an episode that's basically just dick joke after dick joke after dick show joke. And then the, having the audacity of throwing something as pure <laughs> and innocent as innocent. Robert Munch <laughs> In the middle of this fucking episode, the audacity. I mean, they had this, they, they showed the same audacity in last episode when they were, when they took the whole Terry Fox thing as far as they did. It's just <laughs> nothing is untouchable. And, and I appreciate, I both appreciate that and also kind of sometimes I wince. Like it's just, oh man, is that, is that too far? But anyway, I really enjoyed it. And, and just the fact the way, um, uh, Jonesy said, uh, I would have, I would have picked uh, I Love You Forever, but I'm, I'm sure somebody else picked it first. So. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh my God. Uh, it's just great. so because you know that his mom probably uh, read that to him over and over again as a child and maybe even to Shorzy. But anyway, uh, Victor. Yeah, it was a uh, fun ride from beginning to the end. Uh, it just just so much fun. I think I probably laughed in this episode more than any other Letterkenny episode. <laughs> uh, and wow. Uh, yeah, I, I can say that with with confidence. Uh, it was just so good, and it was great to see Glenn back, and and he was just he was he came. I mean, like he was like the a Kool Aid man blasting through the wall. Like he he just like where the hell were you all my life for all this season? Uh, I I don't know. I, I I thought it was fantastic. Everything about it uh, was was really 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 fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Linda watch it with you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, she's been watching every episode. Yeah, and and how did she did she think it was as funny? She did. Yeah, okay. we we and and she like we both agreed that the first three episodes were duds, and this was a, a comeback. The last one wasn't a dud, but anyway, we'll move on. Um, yeah. Matt, want to hear? It, this was a great episode. Mm-hmm. It really uh, this one. So what I'll say is this one. I mean, aside, the dick jokes aside, which were hilarious and so well used from start to finish. Was very character heavy. I found, and and in the best kind of ways. So first off, let me just start with the obvious and call it Jonathan Torrance and Sarah Wayne Callies representing the Mennonites and the, and and Anita and Noah Dick. They were brilliant, and and I love Sarah Wayne. I'm a big Walking Dead fan, and I never put it together until I rewatched it to, that that was her. Mm-hmm. I think when I watched it, maybe I was just. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, I never put together her. So I love that it was her. I'm a big fan. Um, and Jonathan Torrance, his comedic timing in this episode was so fantastic. Right from the, <laughs> like the, the heart on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, <laughs> there was just so many good things that he did. And I thought he represented that character. So I don't know how he kept, kept a straight face. Well, but uh, he didn't though. That's the thing. Like that one thing I, I liked about that. Well, he, he had that half grin all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like Maybe he was beard like, covered up. <laughs> he, it's almost like he, he was trying to look like he had had a straight, or something because only half <laughs> half his mouth was grinning well his uncomfortableness like when when katie walks out it was just i i, mm-hmm. I love him so much mm-hmm. i thought he did so well um dan had a real vulnerability in this episode that mm-hmm. i really liked and mm-hmm. i liked how he came in with his anger and you're like what is going on but then there was a real deep root, root reasoning behind all that mm-hmm. which his whole episode was meant let's get to the ball let's get to my closure so i totally love dan about mm-hmm. that I thought Wayne was on fire mm-hmm. right from the get-go and how he handled the Jehovah's um, to later on with his community values. And, you know, like when he shut down, he's like, listen, if it was any kid here, we do the same. Like, yep. I, I, and I, I thought there was so many great moments about him. And then, and then Glenn, <laughs> Glenn comes back and I couldn't agree with more Victor. Like he gives on 
fire <laughs> from the yo god things of the dolphin references to the i need a dick full stop like it was that that line alone i was on the floor it was so i i could have listened to that part over and over and over again it was so good so welcome back glenn we missed you it was fantastic so you, you mentioned uh noah's uh discomfort at he didn't know where to look at katie but he yeah. had he had the same thing with glenn if you notice the the scenes yeah. the scenes with glenn because glenn is standing there wearing those really short shorts that are not <laughs> leaving anything to the imagination and and noah's kind of like trying to doesn't know where to where to stare like he doesn't want to look down well, and but I, a few and times he looks he down he was like <laughs> excited about it or uncomfortable he kind of had this in between yeah, 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 vibe yeah. about him That's and i'm great. like i don't know if he's like digging this and trying to hide it from wifey or like mm -hmm. no no this isn't for me I, it was but it was great either way joshua this, I mean, this, you wanted this episode, you called this episode two seasons ago. So yeah. <laughs> this is one of my favorite episodes mm -hmm. of the entire show. Um, I still, I can't even tell you how many times I've watched it and I still <laughs> cannot watch it without laughing. Um, even hearing it back tonight, mm -hmm. I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> can't confirm. But, um, you know, just everything in it and just the way they, they throw it in there. <laughs> keep going keep going <laughs> i don't even know what i said um it's a, yeah it just every little thing they do mm -hmm. in there to to throw those jokes in mm -hmm. and i don't know if you caught it or not but when squirrely dan at the end there and he's talking to uh noah and anita making the deal with them to bring mm -hmm. the daughters back he has that little bit of a pause and you hear the horse in the background yeah yeah did, did you didn't catch that, Matt? No, oh. totally caught that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I thought the timing of that even fit in there because you know they're talking about everything, you know, and then all of a sudden you hear the horse, and I just lost it at that point. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, well, that there's a whole another story behind that that's not letter can related with a friend of mine, but that's <laughs> if it's not too long, go for, for it. Time. <laughs> As long as it oh. has nothing to do with an ostrich, go for it. No, we just hold had on. To, hold on. Had, Why are we ruling out ostrich? Or, or or with a hand up a horse's butt? <laughs> well, no, we had we had to explain to her that the horse did not have five legs. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> bigger than an ostrich is though. I mean, it's about the same. Oh, less Tanya, than a goldfish. Tanya's authority. I used to that. live beside a horse farm. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I'm changing my but, my my. Pick would for have Victor's MVP now. A, um, you know that a bio, someone who went to school for biology mm -hmm. to be a biologist would understand the concept that a horse does not have five legs, right? Yeah. Um, but she she did not. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Yikes! Yeah. If you want to talk about an uncomfortable situation? Try explaining that to to someone. <laughs> Um, that you don't know very well because um, we just met each other at that point. I was working, I uh, worked at the university with her and um, we became, we started hanging out as friends after that. And she turned out to be my wife's roommate in college. So we still hang out with them on a regular basis. Um, so yeah, that was fun. We called that an icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. Um, and just to, to help you out here, Al, mm -hmm. I did pull up your uh Twitter poll results for the last episode. Oh, okay. Um, there were 11 votes and only one of those gave it a compost. Oh, the other 10 gave it a fresh. There you go. So no one agreed so, with Victor, although somebody went below Victor, which is, is right hard to do. Yeah. Interesting. Um, thank you for that. Thanks for the, thanks for the assist. <laughs> <laughs> kind of off the topic of this episode, but um, 
Yeah, yeah I did like, only has one job. So yeah, yeah, only I just stepped up. <laughs> but I, I did like Glenn in this one as well. Was, I mean, I thought he fit in there perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, Riley and Jonesy. You know, yeah, what can you say? They're Riley and Jonesy. Um, so the fact to hear them that they're trying to bail, <laughs> you know, that just makes it that much funnier. The, I think. The, yeah, they were perfectly clueless in this episode. They, they, were, they actually did a really yeah. good job, I thought. Yeah, and I, I love when Noah and Anita are walking back to the carriage and, you know, they kind of look at each other and go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so real quiet. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a nice little uh, uh, kind of, I don't know, it seems like a, a, a moment of truth there. Like, you know, that's the kind of thing you'd see a couple of young people do after a, a confrontation like that. Right, right. Very but all in all, I thought it was a great episode. All right, let's move on to ratings. Tanya, what do you give this episode? Um, do don't, I need to look at my notes here again? Don't break Joshua's hesitation. Yeah, here. what the hell? <laughs> really? You watched well, it, right? Okay, like the cold open. Seriously, guys, I was looking for dicks. Um, when I was a little disappointed. Not gonna lie, I I I kind of was waiting for some sort of dick to come. Like, I, yeah, I was I was looking for some dicks. Anyways. Um, Al, one job. I, what, do you, what do you mean? I don't know. I'm not my wife's keeper. Oh, you needed me to show her a dick while we were watching it? Is that what you want me to do? Oh. Out. <laughs> well, Welcome to the conversation. <laughs> or, or just show her a jar with something ambiguous. Yeah, inside. there you go. I was, I was looking for it. Absolutely. Anyways, dick jokes, you gotta love them. Absolutely. Bottom line. Um, I love everybody's points that everybody made, and it's a fresh. All right. Yes, points. There we go. Keep keep them coming. All right. My rating is obviously 100%. This one is a fresh, fresh as can be, crisp, green, fresh. Just, uh, wow. Uh, unbelievable. Funny episode. Like, everything was funny about it. There's uh, I can't even think of any scene that I might. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any scene that that would be. No, I mean, we didn't even talk about the skid scene. Like, what were they doing when the dicks were pulled up there? Like, they were pretending. Uh, Stuart Roll was, was like a puppy or yeah. something. Like a <laughs> he was a dog. Then he was yeah. a cat. Yeah, Stuart was pretending to walk Rolled, who yeah started off as a dog, but then ended up as a cat. And then when they pull up, Stuart un unbuckles rolls pretend leash and and my favorite part is when 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 she when anita dick unleashes the goat the way they run away <laughs> my my favorite part in there was when um rolled goes i have no use for a chastity dick yeah yeah <laughs> there's just so much in there so it's funny when you mentioned the the goat thing and so when you when you rebrought that up and I burst out earlier in this episode about 30 seconds later I got a text from my wife that says uh you just laugh like a little schoolgirl like <laughs> she can hear me <laughs> imagine if you'd actually 20 20 percent schoolgirl oh my gosh so uh can you imagine if he'd actually tried to do the goat thing? She would have uh, texted oh. you saying, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a fresh. Uh, Victor. Yeah, so I, I guess if I can use a baseball analogy in terms of how we got here so far. Uh, <laughs> sure, why I, not? I, I would say, you know, episode one of this season was kind of a strikeout. Episode two was probably like, a, a you know, a, 
double play, ground out into a double play. Uh, you know, episode three was probably like a just a anticlimactic two out bunt base <laughs> hit. Uh, you know, and 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 then we finally get to this episode where you're you know bottom of the ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, two uh, two out, uh, bases loaded, and oh my goodness, it's a grand slam. <laughs> so so you know, uh, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. So I have to give this a fresh. Uh, how apropos that you would give this one a bat and two balls. Um, all right, Matt. <laughs> Matt, it's, it's down to you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to recover from that <laughs> fucked up analogy that Victor just gave. I love you, Victor, but I don't know. You were stretching there, but and not that I disagree with you. It just, you're all over the map on that baseball analogy. But it's absolutely a fresh. This one was fantastic. It was so much fun. Um, oh yeah, my god! This will make Adrian very happy. He he called the unicorn earlier uh, again with the fucking pepperette or whatever the hell that thing is. Uh, Victor's showing off his, his Georgian schlong. His Georgian schlong. Sorry, Matt. I just needed to get that out of the way. Go no, on. No, yeah. It's all good. I, I mean, I didn't have much more to add. It was it was great. You I mean, you did touch on a couple extra things there. The Riley and Jones, we didn't touch mm-hmm. much on them, but I thought they fit perfectly into the episode as well. Mm-hmm. They were so well used. The whole do some stuff. I like how they completely changed from, yeah, we need a break to wait. Hold on. Do you, do you, do you want to? Is that what you're do some sex? Like, <laughs> like it was like a blink and they were on back on track and I love them. And But the one that we didn't talk about, we, you mentioned the skids there as well. Was it just me or did I feel like Stuart was a little extra harsh than he normally is? Uh, towards the dicks there was like he almost had this extra aggression towards them mm-hmm. in his responses and how he came at them uh did, i mean i loved it the way mm-hmm. it didn't change my opinion of the episode but i did feel an extra hostility towards him well he's coming fresh off his breakup from gay right and we'll we'll maybe see what the follow-up from that yeah. might be but uh yeah. yeah yeah he was a little he was always kind of that way with with pastor glenn too mm-hmm. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. You know, it's like anti-religious, right? So, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, fair enough. A- anti-religious until like they did the whole like switching roles. Remember at the dollar store, and then suddenly they 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 were okay with embracing. Anyway, it was just yeah. I think uh, it could be a, a it could be a combination, right? Because even like as the dicks stroll up. Uh, he looks, he doesn't look happy. No, he, he, he was a real dick to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. He had a relapse. He did, he did flash it out like, uh, to, like, you know, towards the end of that scene, though. <laughs> he did become more flaccid. You're right. Um, <laughs> Joshua, we got our, our our unicorn, but uh, don't don't feel any pressure. What what do you, what rating do you give this? <laughs> I don't know how you could give it anything other than a fresh. I mean, it, it, call it as you know childish as you want, but you can't not watch an episode with that many dick jokes in it and not laugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you're a hundred years old; you're going to laugh at that crap. Yeah, so you know, um, and and like I said, everything in there, um, even even Squirrely Dan, you know with you know, the way he treats them in the beginning mm-hmm. um, and everything and and the names. And I don't know. I seriously don't know how they could have gotten through any of that with a straight face. <laughs> I really don't. I'm sure there are multiple takes on those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to do it. 
<laughs> We're going to move on to the moment of truth here. Top fives. Uh, Tanya, does this one here uh, make your top five list? Oh my God, I chance? hadn't even thought of that. What What do you do all week? <laughs> I am super busy. One job. So your number one is relationships. Number two, fuss at the golf course. Letter Kenny talent Circle show. Back. I, I can read. There's only Circle one that back. needs to come off your list. Well, fart book is number four and Bush party season is number five. So, uh, so did dicks beat Bush uh, in, in your books there or, or farts? It would be apropos. Like it would be perfect to uh, replace, you know, fart jokes with dick yeah. jokes. Right? I agree. I mean, <laughs> no, I think they did no. this. Are you much, really, you're, you're, uh, you're going to um, ad- advocate for that there, Victor. I, I would. I would. <laughs> I think it's an accurate comment, though, because, I mean, they the way they delivered this on a very simple premise of dick jokes versus how they delivered fart jokes, this was far superior. Right. Well, they're a lot more mature now, right? I mean, it's it's, it's <laughs> they've they've hardened up since and, uh, and, the first season. And, and Tanya, Josh is really, really, really rooting for you on this one. Like, I hear do y'all. It, do it for Josh, man. Okay, so okay, stop stroking Josh. her ego. Stroke, <laughs> stroke. Um, skip me for now. Oh boy. All right, I'm going to tell you it. It easily makes my top five. It's shooting up to number two, actually. So it's going to push off um, the uh, letter Kenny spelling B. Uh, and it's going right above the old college try below relationships. It's my number two episode, Victor. Yeah, I have no idea what my two to five, two to five is, but uh, this becomes my number one. Wow, really? So it's wow. pushing relationships yeah. down. Yeah, no, relationships is number two, mm-hmm. uh, and this is number one. Wow, uh, it just it was. I was laughing from mm-hmm. yeah. um, from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. It was smart. It was dick jokes, but it was so smart. And yeah. and Squirrely Dan, you know, like he's one of my favorite characters. And it was so good to get the payoff in the end, which mm-hmm. we hope that it's going in the right direction. And and you know, Glenn's in it, and he he was just on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I even loved the 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 skids, like they that scene and the way mm-hmm. they wheeled off. <laughs> it was just so perfect. That was it was just so, everything was just so funny and. So well written, so well put together. Uh, I mean, uh, Jonathan Torrance, like uh, what a what a performance! Mm-hmm. Like to be able to do that. I'm sure they did a million takes, and maybe they didn't. I don't know. But uh, the way that you know, even with the kind of that uncomfortable chuckle, like yeah. the way he delivered those lines, which is unbelievable. Uh, written just one of the best written episodes i'm telling you like it's <laughs> and it's all just, dick it's, jokes it's just it's so just funny dick, it's dick jokes but it was done so well it yeah. was like a yeah. uh i don't know it was I, so- I was keeping a close eye to see if there were any scenes where there was some corpsing happening uh, i didn't find any but i mean i can't imagine there you know any of those were one takes like seriously because yeah. just the way yeah you're right jonathan Torrance, his delivery of some of those things were just just priceless yeah uh Matt, does this make your top five? Does. Okay. Um, I'm going to be very simple. I'm going to say, and this is rare. I agree with everything Victor just said. Whoa. So ju- just this just, is number one. Take all, take all. No, no, no. Except oh. for the number one. Thing. Oh, okay. But, but in terms of his recap and the things <laughs> yeah. he loved about it. <laughs> Don't go yeah, too yeah. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Scale back about 10% there. <laughs> and so what it's going to do is I'm actually going to knock off super soft birthday. It, it's coming off my list. Oh, um, but but I'm gonna shove the other two down. This is moving into the number two slot, so we'll move relationships and fuss at the golf course down a notch. 
This is going number two, and Super Soft comes off the list. Uh, but Super, you, you had Bush Party as number five. Super Soft was number four. I know. Okay, so Bush Party stays Bush on. Bush Party staying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Was so it not clear? All right. I thought it was clear. I just want to make sure. All right. Cool. All right. Good. What are you doing now? So he's putting it at number two, but instead of knocking Bush Party off, he's knocking Super Soft Birth. So he's knocking. He's removing Super Soft and 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 replacing it with a hard dick. This isn't this isn't science. Yeah. It's just- <laughs> Uh, Joshua, you don't have to give us your top five, but feel free to, you know, uh, tell I, us. I, I did get them put together finally. Awesome. Uh, but I just have to say, you know, with Matt there, that uh, just, I agree with everything Victor said, except this and this and this. <laughs> 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 um, not <laughs> oh, that's why I love guests. <laughs> they call us on our bullshit. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, I'd add this one as my number one of sh- of what's been seen so far. Okay, so okay. this is your number um, one. Yeah, this will change as mm-hmm. stuff goes on, but um, yeah. So my number one is the dick slip out. Number two is lace heeks. Mm-hmm. Um, number three is relationships. Number four is a fuss at the golf course, and number five is the letter Kenny spelling bee. Oh, we were almost twinsies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay, we're we've circled back to you there, Tanya. Um, your tw- top five. What are you doing? Knocking out number three. Letter Kenny Talent Show. You're moving Talent Show. You are a stubborn, stubborn, <laughs> stubborn woman. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but fart book stays on, does it? It does. Wow. Come on. It's a spite. No, it's yeah. not spite. That's it's petty. not. Uh, it's you know not. what? You need to watch it again. You really do. Now that you've seen. Six seasons. Maybe worth that's of this. our homework between these seasons. <laughs> and between six and seven, we all need to go back and watch our top five again mm-hmm. at our that's leisure. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. And then make sure we can still stay relevant. <laughs> yeah, it, it might it might have the uh, Alf syndrome uh, there, Tanya. Like, you know, I thought that was the greatest show ever until I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to that. Like, what oh the hell my was wrong gosh. with me? Okay, I shall watch. I, I, I will watch it again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I still hold true to Farbuck. All right. Now, the moment we've all been waiting for, MVPs. Tanya, you're first. Who's your MVP for this one? Mine or Victor's? First, your. We ha- we don't know Victor's yet, so just give us yours. Uh, okay. I didn't think of mine. I thought of Victor's. <laughs> I did. That's your first Again, Are you new to the show? Right. Listen, this just proves. I was this just, ready for so Victor. This just shows, you know, she doesn't understand how this works, so we should <laughs> take her top five for her. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Who's the best character? Who's your favorite character did in this I episode? Did write it down? I thought I did. Okay. Uh, I shall make it. I shall. I don't know. Come back once, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll come back to you. I hate being first. Okay, my number one is 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 Noah. I mean, uh, uh, Jonathan Torrance is he's the the best part of this whole episode. Uh, Noah Dick. I mean, the way he delivered those lines, the way he paused at the, exactly the right spots, the that 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 uh, uh, stroke grin that he's got. You know, the half grin that he's always got. It's just it's just great. I loved it, and uh, so I'm giving my MVP to Noah Victor. Uh, is you ready for me to uh, slip out? Yes. <laughs> Expose your 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 uh, MVP here. So uh, you know, I knew I knew that you guys would uh, would would pick Noah, and uh, that makes sense. Uh, I but I do feel that uh, he does take a backseat to 
to to the real star of the show and it's oh, it's it's one of these things that kind of takes on a life of its own mm-hmm. uh and where you might think well wait a second this <laughs> this can't really be an mvp it's not you know it's not something that uh, uh you would think as uh, a character oh, but it really God. it really took a life of its own and i believe that the true mvp is the uh penile innuendo uh <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, and that's that is my MVP. That's uh, we got to stop this game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know that's what gave me the giggles. Uh, and 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 it was it was from the beginning to the end. It was the star of the show. It was the it was the thing that kind of tied everything together. Hmm. Okay, the penile innuendo. That makes complete sense, Victor. Thank you. Uh, I'm shaking my head. Matt. Okay, first of all, I guess we got to go back around. Who had penile innuendo survey says, Tanya? No. What did you have? I had either Glenn or the horse. And because of Josh's point, (laughs) because I thought the exact same thing, Josh, and I'm like, he went with fish last week and animals, so it's got to be the horse this Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. The fish took one for the team. (laughs) How could you not? I mean, how do you know the horse didn't? <laughs> oh man. It was it was breathing heavily a lot through through that whole episode. It was. It was. You I heard a lot horse. of a lot of that throughout yeah. the whole episode. <laughs> oh god. Um okay, yeah, I I had Glenn down, but then as Victor started speaking, I'm like, "Oh my god, he's going with the horse. He's going with the horse." But I, anyway, so I was wrong as well. Uh Matt what was your guess? Oh man, Victor, we had a thing going this episode. I, I for sure. I mean, I thought he wasn't going to go way abstract this mm-hmm. one. I mm-hmm. thought it was Glenn. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen much of him. Yeah. And he yeah. came back with such a thunderous welcome back. And I thought for sure he was well, getting this. I, I wanted to leave Glenn for Tanya because I thought that was the money shot she was waiting for. Well, she hasn't given hers yet. So don't, uh, to, okay. Uh, Matt, what was your, uh, who's your MVP? It was Glenn. Glenn. I mean, I agree with everything you said about Noah, mm-hmm. but Glenn was just that whole scene mm-hmm. from start to finish was so brilliant. Mm-hmm. And he just blew me away in that one. So, yeah, that no was way. Glenn. <laughs> uh, Joshua, who's your MVP? Um, I actually said Noah as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Victor, I did say it was Dix with a Y, but that's not quite the same. Oh, wait, yeah. that was your guess for Victor? Yeah. That's you're, you're the closest one. Got a Y. You okay. are the closest one. So let's give you a wondrous. All right. You win the wondrous prize for being the closest. Cause uh, no, I, I don't know anyone who, who thinks like Victor anyway. Uh, Noah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I completely agree. Cause he's mine as well. It's Tanya. We're back to you now. Who is your MVP? I need a dick. An- Anita. <laughs> I need a dick. Because of, the, because of the goat sound, right? The goat oh, man. Okay. She, the way she got in, in uh, Riley and Jonesy's face, mm-hmm. um, you know, she was like trying to find her dicks so darn b- bad, <laughs> trying to bring them home. She should really have like a better, uh, you know, handle on her, her dicks. If, if that's, I love her. You name. had a lot in common this episode. I love her name. She was trying to find dicks. So was I. Oh, She's man. my soulmate on this one. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and sorry, you already told me, you already told us who you thought, Victor. All right. Let's move on to Tanya's Twitter poll. 
Uh, so there were a couple of polls that, uh, or sorry, there was one poll Tanya asked for last week, and that was uh, anyone else referred to a fart as a funny ass ringing tickle? Uh, tingle. Tingle, tickle, it doesn't matter. Uh, 14.3% says, yes, I am that immature. Uh, 66.7% said, no, Tanya is the only one. <laughs> And ni- 19% said no, but I will now. So, um, yeah. And so. you know what? I, I thought of it earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's from Wayne's World, isn't it? There's, uh, It's from a comedian. I, I remember hearing it from a comedian. I don't know which comedian, but uh, yeah, it was, it's some comedian I did I feel it. like it's from a, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I decided to um, add my own Twitter poll uh, after last week. And mine was, if you're the only person in a public washroom and you're in a stall and you hear someone else come in, do you clear your throat to make your presence known? Uh, and uh, 59.4% said yes. So just over half uh, people agreed with me uh, and and 40.6% said no, uh, which I don't understand. Uh, and A lot of DGENs in the world, man. Yeah, I guess. And then I uh, just yesterday I decided to uh, slide this one in uh, under Tanya's radar because I know she doesn't use Twitter. So I said, okay, Tanya doesn't use Twitter, so we're safe to put this poll up here. <laughs> Our guest for tomorrow's episode, Joshua, is confident or at least optimistic that he can convince Tanya to remove fart book from her top five <laughs> in favor of Dick's I blew that load, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and I ask, what do you think? And of course, it's about D, uh, about D got 61.9% and not a chance got 38.1%. So unfortunately, he, you were unsuccessful, Joshua. I, I apologize yeah. for that that um oh, i feel bad now uh so we got some comments here steven walker Dam- yeah, the Steve- damage is done yeah steven walker says not gonna happen because i called my shot for valentine the valentine's day episode oh, so right so he's still i was kind of like well if uh, if she doesn't do it for this one steven still has a chance um and our buddy adrian said given her reaction to the name of the episode last thursday i'm hopeful also of, of a video of the last few minutes of, of last episode lives somewhere that could be a fun perk to share uh, no way the audio gives that experience justice because uh, Adrian was our guest last week, so he saw he witnessed oh, man. the the, re- the reason died. for all the the laughter. Unfortunately, oh. no video exists, and and so sorry, guys. It was, uh, it was late; she was overtired, and it just oh. got away from her. It really did. If this one, did, I'll say this right now: if mm-hmm. this one didn't do it, then I'm pretty sure Holy Sheet will. Oh. All right. I mean, yeah. unless Valentine's does it first, so we'll see. Uh, if it doesn't, holy sheet will. Season eight. <laughs> All I'm hearing is a lot of good stuff to come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, final uh, thoughts for the ep- episode and for for tonight, uh, Tanya. What do you have? I so love this show. It was <laughs> it was really really good. A lot of uh, great one liners. I love the the tongues are like aces, boys. You got to know when to hold them. Mm-hmm. Um, Squirrely Dan and the Mennonite love to, uh, looking forward to seeing, uh, what happens with, uh, Lavina Dyke, Dick, Dyke, Dyke, Dick. Let's stop PC. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Dick with a Y. Dick with a Y. That's right. Had I have known that I would have stopped looking right at the very beginning. Um, and, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Wayne's values. I love Matt's points, uh, about Wayne's values. And, uh, it was, it was, it was a great episode. Really, mm-hmm. really good. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm just going to say, you know, fun, f- f- as fun as I thought it was going to be lots of, lots of great puns, lots of great innuendo in, innuendo, uh, out the other end. And, um, 
Joshua, thank you for joining us. And, um, you know, uh, thanks wow. for your, your support. And this was a great, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you were able to, to do this episode with us. Cause I know you called it, you know, two uh, seasons ago. <laughs> it's a great episode. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to having you back. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thank you for, for coming. You did a great job tonight. Uh, Victor. Yeah. Wow. What a hoot. Uh, <laughs> what a comeback story too. Like, uh, <laughs> just, just, just what a, you know, you think, you think you're not going anywhere fast. You're wondering like, what the hell is going on? You're questioning your choices in life. And then all of a sudden this hits you out of nowhere and hey, you're back in, you're back in. You wonder, it's like, wow, where the hell were you all my life? Hits you like a dick in the episode. face, doesn't it, Victor? It, 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 it oh really, really does. God. Uh, it's like living one. It was like living La Vida Dick. Uh, and and it was unbelievable. Josh, you were unbelievable. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, joining us and for being a supporter and whatnot. Uh, just just uh, super, uh, uh, super value adds today. So uh, thanks so much. Matt? Josh, I hope Tanya letting you down doesn't turn you off of the show. <laughs> we love having you. So we'll make up for it somehow. I apologize. We thought we had her. She's, I was hoping. She's, She's a little lost sometimes, but we love her. So we'll just okay. let the show go okay. on. She's such okay. a dick tease, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she's, got that, she's got that chastity belt all over that fart book. Not the first time I've all been called that, my the, friend. All over the fart Okay. <laughs> okay. Can I put, mm. for since Victor makes up rules all the time, I can mm. make up rules. Okay. So I'm going to put fart book and this one together as number four. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I got it. No, you can't have ties. Why? No. Victor can grow some balls. No ties. Fish. It's not called uh, the top six. He can do a fish <laughs> and like a penis jokes as his MVP. So I can yeah, make but, up rules. But no. this one's more official than the Victor. Yeah, game. yeah. The Victor, <laughs> the Victor thing is just Victor being Victor. No, the, your top five is five. Come on. Uh, Come on. It's okay. One day, it's, fart it's book not, won't be on your list anymore. This is the perfect room to swap the fart book. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, Pure pressure. Maybe man. she'll come around to her senses after she gives it a rewatch. But oh, okay. All that is say, Josh, love having you, man. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for supporting the show. This is such a fun season so <laughs> far. I mean, exception episode one, but the last three, we're on a ro fucking roll. <laughs> and this is, I've been laughing my ass off. So I can't wait to see what comes next. So, all right. Joshua. Oh, I, I appreciate you having me on. It was fun. Um, like I said, this has always been one of my favorite episodes and, um, several more in the next few seasons to come, but, uh, yeah, it, this one was a hard one to pass up on. <laughs> it, was, it was that good of an episode. Yeah. It's hard to pass up on those dicks. All right. Uh, I'm going to play us off here with a song from the episode. This one's called linguistics from the Cunning linguists. We'll let this one yeah. marinate for a bit. <laughs> oh, Mr. Q. Oh, the would have been more appropriate. What can they run? <laughs> yeah, what about that? Is that a thing too? Like Amish and, and, and Mennonites I, are fast runners? No, they ride bikes a lot down here. Ride bikes or chain buggies. I've never really seen them run. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting one too that I, I, I would love to, to know the, the, the background too. 
Anyway, that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review episode five of season six, Different Strokes for Different Folks, with our guest, Dennis Guggen. He makes a return. Uh, don't forget to give our new sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Uh, right now, you can use a promo code PRODUSTAN for 10% off any purchase from their site. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile, PRODUSTAN Pod. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Protostand Pod. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now we're going to refrain from using the word dick for a while. I don't know about you, but I've had my fill. On behalf of Joshua, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, <laughs> thank you for listening and have a great week. The bean cock. The plots to have everything between LA.